I'm Adam Annis, and you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Today, we're going to do an exercise that we've been doing over on Open Studio Pro for the last several weeks, and it's actually something that's kind of tied to my brand new course at Open Studio, Jazz Scales for Beginners. It is an exercise that um, unveils the brilliance of diatonic seventh chords and their secondary dominance and their tritone subs. That's a mouthful, but it's actually a pretty simple process here. And what it does is it helps us to answer the question, what scale goes with what chord? So all we need to know is what key is the cadence that we're playing in, right? What tune is, 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 are we playing? And what key is the tune we're playing in? Those are very helpful questions to ask ourselves, And we can usually answer them um, with the diatonic seventh chords, their secondary dominance and their tritone subs. It gets us like 90% of the way through a lot of functional harmony standards. So what am I talking about when I talk about diatonic seventh chords and their secondary dominance and their tritone subs? I'm literally talking about if we take the C major scale, that old chestnut, you ever heard of it? And we make a seventh chord out of uh, this scale by playing our root and then skipping a note all the way up so that we have four notes, C, E, G, and B, right? We have a C major seven chord. And then if we move all of these notes up the C major scale, the next chord that we get here is a D minor seven chord, right? And this is called the Dorian mode. It's based off the Dorian scale, D to D in the key of C, all white keys, right? If we do this again, we get an E minor seven chord, but it's a different scale that we use, right? It's the Phrygian scale, E to E. And you're like, well, I know the modes, Adam. Why is this important? Because what we learn when we do this is that if we're in the key of C and we see an E minor, our first thought might not be Dorian. It might not be what you think. I hear a lot of beginner and intermediate players, whenever they see a minor seven chord or play a minor seven chord, it's always Dorian. If you're in the key of C and you play an E, uh, e minor seven, which is the three, why not play a Phrygian? It sounds great. It's also what we can build our chord voicings off of. Of course, the fourth mode and the fourth seventh chord in the key of C is F major seven. Lydian scale, right? That that sharp four, that B natural in the key of F. This makes a difference because again, if we're in the key of C and we see an F major seven, there's a good chance that it might be a Lydian, a sharp 11. Now there's a chance that it might not be. You might be just going to, to the four, right? Briefly kind of uh, almost changing keys to the subdominant. But there is a chance that there would be a Lydian and the clue would be, I'm in the key of C. If we're in the key of C and there, we see a G7 chord, our first choice should be Mixolydian, right? That's the most unaltered dominant you can get. If we're in the, key, in the key of C and we see the A minor seven, which is a six chord, right? Again, if we're building our chord up from the sixth degree of C, our first choice for what scale, what's our palette of notes to play, should be an Aeolian scale, right? Again, I hear a lot of players playing Dorian. Nothing terribly wrong with that. There's a great place for that, but why not an Aeolian? You get some great sounds. And this is one that always boggles me. When you're in the key of C and you see a B minor seven flat five, you might consider playing the diatonic mode, the Locrian mode. I hear a lot of Locrian natural twos. I hear a lot of other weird scales. That Locrian is a beautiful scale. It sounds great. Again, just B to B. 
all white keys in the key of C. So, okay, that's great. So we know now if we're playing a tune and we're in the key of C, these modes, right, these seventh chords all the way up should be our guide and that we can improvise using a sonic color palette based on, again, in C, the C major scale from D to D if we're on a D minor seven. That's why that matters because the context of what key you're in matters in the cadence or the key of the tune. Now, here's where we really get to know some things because that's like, I don't know, maybe 40% of what we see, right? But what do you do if you're in the key of C and you see an A7, right? If you're in the key of C and you, you see an A7, do you play A mixolydian? Well, you know, that's from the key of D major. That's not from the key of C major. So what is this A7? Well, this A7 in the key of C, if it's going to, I should clarify, if it's going to a D chord, right? A D minor, we'll say a D minor seven. It could be a number of, of options here, but if it's going to a D minor seven, right? So it's an A7 heading up a fourth or down a fifth to a D minor seven. The D minor seven, of course, is the diatonic two chord, right? This is a secondary dominant chord. It's what it's called the secondary dominant chord. It's a dominant chord going to uh, a target of a fourth up or a fifth down in the root. And these are really important because you often see entire tunes made up of diatonic seventh chords and their secondary dominance. So we can do this little exercise that's so helpful. All of the diatonic seventh chords in the key of C with their secondary dominance. Now, there's a cool little rule that we can we can make for ourselves that gets very, very handy and practical. And this is where I think a lot of the Open Studio Pro members' minds have been blown. So if we're heading to a minor chord using a secondary dominant, right? So again, if we're heading to D minor, right? We can just play, right? We're heading to D minor, but we want to put a second it's secondary dominant, which is A7. We're gonna use in A7 flat nine, flat 13. Now this is based off of the D harmonic minor scale. This is where it gets really good. So you can improvise using the harmonic minor scale from D over this A7. And this is often what you hear with the language. I mean, you hear so many players same thing if we're going to the three chord. Remember that Phrygian? Right? And you have a B7 going there, right? It's five. It's secondary dominant. It's B7. That B7 could be, again, based off of that E harmonic minor. Now, the harmonic minor, if you don't know, in E is E, F sharp, G, A, B, C natural, and then D sharp. When we play it from its fifth degree, when we play that from B, that's called a Phrygian dominant. Not a Phrygian, a Phrygian dominant. Right? So if we are going to any of these diatonic seventh chords, we're going to use a secondary dominant to get there. And this is, I mean, not if you're going there and you want to put something, but oftentimes you'll see like a one, six, two, five. Why is it on that A7, this flat nine, flat 13 sounds better going to the D minor? It's based off of that A Phrygian dominant. And we can do this all the way up. Now, if you're going to a major diatonic seven, so let's say we're going to the F. For that, you can just use a simple unaltered 
mixolydian dominant. So going to F, we could use a C7, unaltered C7 chord, right? So we've been doing this exercise, which is really great. So we start off by just playing the diatonic seventh chords, right? Up and down in the key of C. I'm doing a very simple voicing here. I've got the root and the five in my left hand. And then I have three, seven, three in my right hand. So E, B, E, and I'm just moving that up the white keys. And you might think C major seven, D minor seven. You might think three, four chord, five chord, six chord, seven chord, and back to the root. And then what we can do now is we can add in secondary dominance using that rule of if it's going to a minor chord, we're going to use our flat nine, flat 13 dominant chord, A7 flat nine, flat 13 to D minor seven. B7 flat 9 flat 13, going to E minor 7. Regular old C7, going to F major. Regular old D7, going to G7, the 5 chord. E7 flat 9 flat 13, because we're going to a minor. And we're going to use F sharp flat 9 flat 13, going to our 7 chord. B half to mid of seven. You know what I mean? So each one of our diatonic seventh chords has a secondary dominant. And each one helps us to understand some really easy functional relationships. You can see how this would be so helpful because if you pick any tune out of the real book, you're gonna see mostly this. This is what you see. And so when you understand, okay, if I'm in the key of E flat and I'm going to say A flat major, right? And you see like an E flat seven to A flat major in the key of E flat, you know, oh, that's probably, I can use just a straight mixolydian. But if I'm going to C minor in the key of E flat, and you just see G7, right, in the real book, you know that that's probably going to sound good as a flat 9, flat 13, because it's going to a minor. So it kind of helps us determine on any diatonic 7th chord, I can simply play the diatonic scale that's associated with it, with the key that we're in. And if there's a 5-1 to one of our diatonic 7s, if it's going to a minor, I can use a flat 9, flat 13 dominant chord. If it's going to a major, I can use a regular mixolydian dominant 7, dominant 9 chord. Now, that's just a, a suggestion. You don't have to do, you know, that all the time. And then certainly, like, there are loads of exceptions to this. But this is a great general rule to get you started. And like I said, it can get you through, like, a lot of standards. And it's, it's always going to sound pretty good because it's the sound. You know, it's the way that a lot of these tunes were, were crafted. So... Have fun kicking that around. If you need to go back and listen to it again, because there is a lot of jargon thrown in there. If you're familiar with this at all, like you might understand uh, diatonic seventh chords. You might understand the concept of a secondary dominant, but go through every key and see if you can easily get in the secondary dominance of all the diatonic seventh chords in that key. And see if you can do this trick of flat nine, flat 13 going to a minor, unaltered regular mixolydian dominant going to a major. And have fun with it because it's so much fun and it sounds great. All right, I'm going to be back on Friday. Until then, you'll hear it.